0: Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 2000's Love and Basketball. Hello, and welcome back to the show. This is episode 101 of I Watch This As An Adult. Today we're going to be talking about Love and Basketball from 2000. We're just going to shoot into this movie. We're just going to shoot into this movie real quick. You know, this is the last uh movie we're going to be doing for Love Month, for Black Love Month. Uh since this is a, this is the uh, the last week, one well, last last couple of days <laughs> of uh, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So uh so this is the last this is the last time we're going to be doing this. Yes. So, uh, uh, this month, anyway. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, let's just shoot into this movie. I don't really have, I don't have a things I watched this week. February's been pretty lame. Yeah. February, when it comes to things, and I think it's because I haven't had the time either. Mm-hmm. You know, I really haven't had the time to watch a lot of shit this month either. So It's
1: been slow
0: it has been slow too yeah but yeah i haven't really i really don't have anything else to talk about let's just let's just shoot into this movie really yeah uh, let's get into the movie um you know i would like to talk about it like to talk about how we saw it as uh kids uh i saw this movie in the theater oh cool yeah i saw this movie in the theater uh actually my grandpa my grandpa used to get uh <coughs> My grandpa used to get uh, backstage, not backstage passes, but he used to get, like, passes.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Like, you know, like, screening pass, screeners. Like, screening passes. Okay. And, uh, he didn't want to go see the movie. Like, he was just like, and... He gave them, he gave the tickets to my, he gave the tickets to my dad. Okay. Like, he gave the passes to my dad. Okay. And my dad was just like, my dad was just like, hey, you want to go see this movie, Love and Basketball? He was just like, right? And I was just wow. like, and I was just like. Just like that. I was like, All right.
1: You
0: You guys were just getting rid of tickets, that's all. Yeah, we were really getting get rid of tickets, and he was just like, "Hey, this is a good time to spend time with my son." You know, so he was just like, "You know," (laughs) that's what he was just pretty much. He was like, "Anytime I get to spend time with my son, it's cool. Let's go see this fucking movie." But uh, you know, but uh, So you
1: stumbled into this movie,
0: really? Yeah, and uh, I remember not caring for this movie when I saw it at first. Right? You know, because I'm like, I'm four, I'm fourteen, yeah. I'm a 14 year old boy. Mm-hmm. I'm like I ain't thinking about a goddamn love What the fuck? You fucking know mean? right. <laughs> you know, so like I remember not caring about this movie at first, right? Um, so that, that's how that's how I felt about the movie. I wasn't really a fan of it at first, but right. How'd you see it? Um,
1: I saw it with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a family gathering, and I had my cousin there, his mom, and then my parents and me and my brother, Mm -hmm. and we watched it, you know, on a cassette, and um, I remember, you know, being driven by her journey, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's kind of like her story, it's it's really a chick flick, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying, it's not really, you know, like a film for all, it's like really for, you know, give girls and women, I guess.
0: we're going to get more into what the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, a little bit later on as we go forward. But, um, yeah. Um, let me get into the uh, technical of the film. Yeah. Before we like start getting into like the story of the film. Yeah. Let's get into the technical. Like, the, the, how this movie was made and how much money it made and all this stuff. And, you know, the claim it got and all this stuff first. But, uh, yeah. Um, this movie was uh, written and directed by gina prince bythewood this is actually her directorial debut Hmm. uh she went on to actually make another movie that is kind of underrated that i actually kind of like she made a movie called beyond the lights if you ever you don't remember beyond the Lights, we actually watched beyond the lights yeah (laughs) yeah is
1: machine gun kelly in there
0: partially partially yeah he's not <laughs> in it long but uh thank god but uh <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah man this is like her de- directorial debut she's directed a couple of things like uh her and her husband she has a husband named Reggie Rock Reggie Rock Bitewood okay uh they've i think they've done some things together you know i think he like i think he like worked behind the scenes on this movie as well but uh mm-hmm. But yeah, this is this is her first movie, the first time she's actually directed a movie. Uh, the movie uh, had a budget of twenty million dollars, and it brought in twenty seven point seven million. It wasn't that successful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a bomb. It debuted and it actually debuted at number one, but still kind of a bomb.
1: Okay, I'm confused.
0: It, I think it was because like it was the only movie that came out that weekend. Okay. And the other movies, like, everybody had seen all the other movies, and so, like, they were kind of like, let's, let's, let's go see this, but it didn't make as much, but it still got to number one. That could happen. Okay. That could happen where it's just like, oh, you made it to number one, but does not really matter? You ain't making money back, you know, so. Because
1: <laughs> it seemed like there was no other movie that came out yeah, other there, than that movie. other than that movie. Right. I think it was the
0: only thing that came out that weekend, but, uh, so, mm. so, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> The movie has a Rotten Tomato score of eighty three percent. Actually, I was actually shocked by that. That's actually a pretty good score. Yeah, you know, um, got some fun facts about this movie. Uh, Gina Prince Bythewood uh, said her goal with this film she was trying to make a black when Harry met Sally. Which is like the nineteen eighty uh, movie that came out nineteen eighty nine with uh, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. It was like like following these two people throughout their throughout their lives and different stages of their relationship and stuff like that. It's pretty much what she was doing with this movie. She was trying to make a black hair when Harry met Sally. Right. Um. We gotta we got an appearance again by that man Spike Lee. Spike Lee produced this film as well as you remember he produced. Uh, the movie that we reviewed last week the mm-hmm. best man go check out the best man review if you haven't checked that out um, it's it's up now uh, but yeah he this is another 40 acres and a mule production right uh, I, for the longest I'm not gonna lie I thought Spike Lee directed this movie
1: nah you can tell
0: yeah, I know I can tell but like cause like, I was kinda like oh he's changing cause you know Spike Lee Yeah. you know Spike Lee's style yeah and I was kind of like, oh, because like it was like because I think they were like promoting it with Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, think I remember like they were talking about oh, the Spike Lee, Spike Lee. I think that's the main thing I remember about the, um, the uh, promotion. They were yeah. using Spike Lee's name a lot. And I was looking at this movie and I was I was kind of like looking at this movie. I'm like, this doesn't look like a movie that Spike Lee would do. You know, because like you know Spike Lee's. Uh, Style and how he directs movies. I'm like, you ain't got the dolly shot, you know. Like, you ain't got none of that shit. You (laughs) ain't got none of that. Plus, like, I was like, he already directed a basketball movie. Yeah, Uh, he got game. Yeah, go check out the he got game review. That's up right now too. Also, um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) go check that out. But uh, yeah, man, like, he already directed a basketball movie. Uh, so like, but he's the executive producer on this film. Uh, Gabrielle Union. Who's actually in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays uh, one of the, the high school girls. Uh, she was she auditioned. She, excuse me. She originally auditioned for the lead role of Monica.
1: Oh, okay. This is interesting. Yeah,
0: but obviously she didn't get it. Another fun fact you probably didn't know about. Uh, so Nan Lathan and Omar Epps were actually dating uh, prior to this movie. They were they were Omar and Omar Epps and Sonalathan were dating like before they uh were in this movie together.
1: Oh, before, yeah. okay, cuz I was saying say, like during I'm like that that always happens where two yeah. actors date because, you know.
0: Nah, but like they were they were they were they were, they was booed up before this. <laughs> okay, cool. Another fun fact, the last fun fact about this movie is uh Omar Epps and uh Dennis Haysbert, uh, who plays uh Omar Epps's uh father. Dennis Haysbert. he plays uh Zeke McCall. Omar's uh what's his character's name? Quincy. He plays Quincy's dad. They they were actually in a movie together before this, they were, they played teammates in the movie Major League Two. Mm. So they went from playing teammates on a baseball team mm. to father and son. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's a stretch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's all of, that's all of the, the, the fun facts that I could find about this movie. Let's, uh, get into the movie. Uh, first thing I like I love the beginning of this movie
1: yeah me too
0: I love the beginning of this movie I love how you start off with the main characters as kids and then they go into like they go into like chapters yeah you know like it was and like, they
1: call the chapters was, for like, like the quarter the quarters of, as like, like, like like basketball yeah, yeah. it's
0: like first quarter like first quarter uh, second quarter third quarter fourth you know like yeah. that but uh, like they go into chapters so like this is like the first quarter when they're like kids and like I like that we get to spend time with these characters as kids, right? It's, like it's not just like a quick flashback,
1: it's you know. A great, it's a great build up. Yeah,
0: it's not just a quick flashback. It's like oh, here they are as kids, and now the adults, you know, like some shit like yeah, that, I hate you know. That. It's going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, but we actually spend time with these characters. We actually get to know them, who they are. We actually get to know their families mm-hmm. and who they are you know so like I I like that Uh, Quincy and Monica they're the main characters of this movie those are the two characters that we follow in this movie played by us and and Omar Epps Um, this movie has a great cast yeah I think I remember thinking about that
1: they got some stars in there
0: I remember thinking about that when I originally saw this movie even though I didn't care for it Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is a great cast, though. This is nice. This is this is a good cast that they that they got. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this is this was Sanad Lathan's breakout role. I think this is like the the role where she really got noticed because mm-hmm. like she did Best Man what a year before this, I think like this 2099, yeah, two thousand ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, she did Best Man a year before this. She's not in that movie as much. Yeah, but like so like you get you get to see a sliver of her, mm-hmm. but you don't get to see a lot." this like she takes this she takes over this movie like this is her breakout role this is where people started to notice her and like she does she gives she like she gives her all with this role she gives like i got to say she she does give what she got what she has to give right with this role um another thing i like about this movie i love how they i love how they portray affluent black people in this movie it's like it's just people they don't like throw in your face that they're rich right you know they know you know because you know like there's some like movies with like black people and they're rich Mm -hmm. and they just they just like try to throw that shit in your face
1: yeah like the new bel air yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, like that i ain't talk about that i forgot to talk about that shit but uh i probably do something on that later but uh it's not
1: like (laughs) and they're rich and black, yeah, carry yeah. on now, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's like
0: <laughs> they're rich and they're black. They were just like, Man, we just we just living life, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. like that. They were just we're living life,
1: feels like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like we have normal lives just like everybody
0: else, yeah, right. Like the families are actually my favorite part of this movie. Like, uh, Monica's family, uh, because you got uh, Alfre Wooder uh, playing her mom, you got Harry Lennox who gets slighted a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, cause Harry Lennox is a good actor. Yeah. Like you, you've seen him in some things. Uh, he's a good actor. He he can hold his own. And he kind of gets he gotta get shafted in this movie. Uh, I was gonna say this later, but Regina Hall kind of gets shafted in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like she plays uh, Monica's sister. Yes. You know, and like she she's she's not in the movie as much either. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, Quincy's family. Uh, cause you got. Uh, Cause you got, a uh, Debbie Morgan who plays, uh, Quincy's mom and you got, a uh, Dennis Haysbert who plays, uh, like I said, he played, uh, Quincy's dad. Like, he's a standout to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, he's a standout to me. Dennis Haysbert is phenomenal in this movie to me. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you guys may know him as the Allstate man, you know, but <laughs> are you in good hands? But, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, he played his character really well.
0: He did good. Uh, him, like, and,
1: I really believed that he was an NBA star. <laughs> yeah, he made me believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's phenomenal in this movie. Alfred Wooder is also good in this movie. She's she's Alfred Wooder is always good in everything yeah, she's she, in. Yeah. But like, and I don't think she gets no, I don't think she gets enough credit for how good of an actress she is. Right. Like, cause like she's just a natural. Right. She's just natural. She should have. She should have. She should have won an Oscar by now
1: i probably going to happen someday. I'm
0: like, I think she's like 70 now.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. She still looks amazing She looks great for 70, man. Oh like I'm, my like I'm like I like I ain't going to lie. I was had a thing but I had kind of had a thing for Elfrey Wooder. He <laughs> doesn't. You know, so I'm not I she uh, amazing. She's 70 years old. She looks damn good. But right. uh but uh yeah, man. I was like, man, I was like it's kinda, I think it's the, that's the biggest crime in Hollywood mm-hmm. that Elfre Wooder doesn't have an Oscar.
1: Right, like an ease by you. Oh my, yeah. she held it. She should yeah, have
0: won something on that one. Everything. Uh, I reviewed Holiday Heart like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's a great crackhead. Hold up.
1: What? What's she? I'm. You know what I'm thinking of? Who? I'm thinking of? I'm not. We're getting two people mixed up. I'm thinking of Hold up, are you
0: thinking about Lynn Whitfield?
1: That's who I was thinking
0: about. No, not Lynn Whitfield. From yeah. East Bayou. Not, yeah. No.
1: I think she's really good. Yeah. I think she's extremely good, but don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah like Holiday Heart, like she yeah. Holiday Heart's a silly movie, but she brings like fucking she brings like the the, the, the thunder
1: right.
0: in that movie. And she she they gave her the, they gave her this 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 character and hey, she gave one hundred and ten percent, man.
1: That is true. Do you think? Uh, do you think she's still active in terms of acting? Because I haven't seen her. Oh yeah, lately, she just, personally. She yet. was
0: in um, shit. She had a movie out a couple years ago. It was like a Netflix movie. But like okay. she was like driving across country or something like that.
1: Okay. Well, you know, yeah. one day she might have that that Oscar. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also,
0: she was in Luke Cage. She played the, the bad guy in Luke Cage. Oh, she was really good. She was really good in that. Uh, she had like a little cameo in Civil War, which made people think, "Oh, that's the character. That's the character from Luke Cage." It was like she about <laughs> to kill Iron Man. whatever the right. fuck. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, man, she's great in this movie. Um. I don't believe Omar Epps is a teenager.
1: No. No. <laughs> I'm like just this
0: nigga, no. This nigga look old as fuck. He's like, he's got to be, he's got to be at least like thirty here. Right. He's got to be at least thirty years old here. Mm-hmm. Trying to play a goddamn seventeen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and you know what else I hate? Mm. You know what else I hate? I hate. Uh, whenever they have like grown men like portray teenagers, like they have to shave their facial hair off.
1: Yeah, as if that's a difference.
0: Like that's a difference. I'm like, dude, I had facial hair at 16. Right. You know, all like, like, oh, my face, my face looked like what it looked like now at 16. Is <laughs> like all bearded up. Right. You know, like like teenagers can have beards. you know know, like it's and still look young and still look young yeah it's like i just hate that i hate when they do that like shave your face so you can look like a teenager (laughs) like i know some teenagers that look 25 back in the day it was like even now there's some teenagers out there that look 25 Mm -hmm. but uh yeah man it's i just i just don't like that trope they always do that shit uh the the sex scene came out of nowhere for me like after the prom mm-hmm. we like uh because like at this time at this point like they're just homies right right you know uh Monica and Quincy just homies mm-hmm. and then uh they outside they they outside the house you know because like his window and her window were like right across from each other they're connected and then like they, they be sneaking out the window and all this stuff <laughs> right <laughs> And they were talking because they were talking about how she got into college. You're like, oh, you got in the uh, USC and all this stuff. Right. And you're like, I'm going too, and all this shit. <laughs> and then, like, did the kiss, and then they started making out, and then they had sex. And I was like, wow, that all happened. I was like, oh, wow, that all happened fast.
1: Making love to the homies.
0: Making love to the homies. At least they had the sense to show safe sex in this movie. I gotta say that. Right. Because a lot of times it's like they just show a motherfucker putting it in, and he ain't got no rubber on or nothing. Because <laughs> this, this is like in
1: 1988. Yeah. And me, you were talking about this. We were all like, so... Yeah, the setting is on 1988. Yeah, we Because yeah. we were talking about it. And I was all like, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of teenager pregnancy. Mm. There's a lot of, like, a lot of gifted women back in the day that just blew it all away because they got pregnant. You know what I mean? Right. And are caught AIDS because, you know, it was the 80s, you know? <laughs> right. But, you know, now we know how she... With the college, because she didn't get pregnant, because they had safe sex. Yeah, see? safe sex.
0: They showed him Booyow. going. They showed him. <laughs> they actually showed him going for the condom and putting it on. Exactly. And then sticking it in. You know, like right. he didn't. He didn't. Go, oh, I'm going up in there wrong. I'm reckless as fuck. You know, he didn't do none of that shit. Right. But uh, yeah. Um, and then after that, they had a couple.
1: Better be. go yeah, to like, oh, college. They just smash and leave like that. I mean, that <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we man. go together now. <laughs> hey man.
0: Hey man. Some niggas do. You know, some, some, some do. But uh, yeah. And like at that. Like we get the we get the famous uh strip basketball scene. Right. Yeah.
1: You know where that was cute.
0: Sh- they, they did that. It was pretty inventive. I would have never thought about that shit. Right. I would have never thought that, like making a movie like mm-hmm. about that I would have never thought that it was like, oh they gonna strip they gonna play strip basketball
1: <laughs> you know right I
0: would have never thought of that
1: I mean you know they always uh, they always had like games little sex games back in the day mm-hmm. where they used to have like strip poker you know it's yeah, yeah, just, strip, poker. yeah. Know strip poker yeah like they and then they just added oh for every win someone gotta take their clothes that's easy you know what I mean or yeah. Go Fish, you know <laughs> like it's a car some from. type of car game or chess i don't know but yeah 80, yeah 80s shit you
0: know you know what i'm actually a prize you know what i'm actually uh surprised about this movie but i'm actually surprised at how much this movie focuses on basketball
1: I get the title says basketball <laughs> baby what did you what did it say <laughs> <laughs> but no but- love and Two motherfuckers who like basketball. I don't
0: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no, because like you like because like it was like because like you said in the beginning, like you kind of find this like you kind of find this to be a chick flick, right? But they focus on basketball a lot.
1: Well, she's a basketball player. She said it like three times in the field. I am a ball player. You know, third so time she did the field but herself. Like,
0: so, but like, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that like supposed to be a, like, even like love movies, like romantic movies. Yeah, like where the sports is the background. The sports is the background. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, this guy's a football player, but you ever see this nigga playing football? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, like, you're too busy Pearl chasing. Harbor, where yeah, the, war the war was, was in the, the background. background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. like,
1: where they find time to hit this chick? They, they're at war, you Like, you're supposed
0: to be fighting them Japanese. Right.
1: What the fuck is wrong with y'all? They're blowing shit up and you're Ooh. getting domed. You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) for real, but uh, yeah, but yeah, man, I'm like, I'm actually surprised at how much they focus on basketball in this movie. Uh, (laughs) let's talk about Quincy's parents, man.
1: Yes, Quincy's
0: parents are a trip, bro, Mm -hmm. because uh, (laughs) Quincy's dad is like cheating on his mom right and he has an outside key
1: which is clearly like obvious now yeah. that you're a dope yeah because i really believe he was really going to these meetings yeah late meetings you know we're yeah. kids you know i'm believing he's really going to these meetings and she's like just tripping and insecure until yeah. she pull out the photos and we're like <laughs> oh, yeah because he's supposed to be said, dope. you're like he's cheating yeah So obvious, so obvious, yeah. Yeah. Because,
0: like, he's because, like, after he retired, because he was a former basketball player, he played for the Clippers, right? Uh, and after he retired, he became a scout, right? You know, like, he recruits like kids, right? And like, try to recruit them for the NBA, right? You know, but uh. But so yeah, they were man. having
1: problems because <laughs> she didn't want to be a wife of a recruiter. Of a recruiter, she yeah. to be an NBA <laughs> wife. Yeah, but he can't play no it's more. He can't. shallow, you know. Yeah,
0: so. I know she is kind of shallow with that. Like, this man can't play no more. He just ain't got what it takes though, bro. No he got to gotta hang it up, you know. But, right. but uh, it comes a time where, like, these, mother- these motherfuckers can't play forever. Shit. Right. But, uh, you know, they're going to get old and broken down and they're going to have to retire. <laughs> I'm all like, your
1: son's about to go to college and you still want this nigga gonna play, play like yeah. hang it
0: up like this nigga's like 42 you know for <laughs> like real. he can't be playing at 42 shit start a black restaurant or something shit <laughs> for real <laughs> but uh yeah but like you find that, like but so like Quincy like finds out there's dad's cheating you right. know and has an outside kid and all this stuff so like Quincy's going through it right and like his game like starts to suffer for it like he starts playing like shit Right. You know, so right. and so like we start to see like a parallel in uh Monica and Quincy because when Quincy came to college, he was like the dude. He like he was supposed to be the prospect. He was like, Oh, he gonna be the number one draft pick. Right. And all this stuff. He goes he going to college and then after that he gonna go, he gonna make it big in the NBA. You know, like he was supposed to be the dude. And so like and then like Monica was the scrub. Right. you know like she's she getting into it with her coach and like her, her coach doesn't like her showboating and all this stuff and right. like she's just struggling in college right. and then after a while like she gets her opportunity to, to prove herself you know and then like start, things start to change you know with like he the scrub and she the, she, she the big girl on campus right. you know so like, and so like Quincy just starts to, so Quincy just starts being a dick to Monica you know, because like she 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 big shit now, and he not the dude no more. You <laughs> know, I
1: don't think so. I think he was mad that his father cheated on his mom, and it was really affecting him.
0: Yeah, but like, like it's still it's still a thing where like that affected him because like he's like my he's like my dad he like my dad's cheating on my mom. It's affected my game play. I ain't the dude no more. My girlfriend. Is more popular than me now.
1: I don't think he acknowledged that
0: part. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did because like when they were at the party, he was like, "All right, superstar."
1: Oh, but it was very brief. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah, to that part. he called
0: her a superstar. He was the kind of jealous that she was getting more. She was getting pop more popular than him.
1: <laughs> I think he was drunk because he was.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was drunk, but you still—he's like the jealousy came out when he was drunk
1: they say what they say
0: about being drunk like a fucking uh, 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 a drunk mouth make a sober tongue or whatever the yeah. fuck they say but uh yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> a drunk mind make a, a sober, sober tongue, tongue. Yeah. that's what it is yeah but uh yeah he was kind of he was, was kind of feeling uh feeling a type of way about that but uh did and he, then he cheated on her it kind of did because like monica calhoun's in this movie also like what like the chick that he's kind of messing around on <laughs> He's got a messing around with. <laughs> and, you know, in the late 90s, I gotta, I gotta address this fit in the room. <laughs> what? Because, like, in the late 90s, like, they were just hiring the same seven black actors. You know? In the 90s. It was, it was the late, they was hiring the same goddamn actors, because, like,
1: Habit Black, black Habit.
0: Hollywood wasn't big yet. Because, <laughs> like, I, we just, because re- we just reviewed the best man. Right. We just reviewed the best man.
1: And it's like the same cast. Almost.
0: And like three, yeah, it's like three cast members for the best man in this movie. Right. You know, because Monica Calhoun, uh, Regina Hall, and Sanaa Ethan are in this movie. Mm-hmm. you know like all three of them are in this movie
1: just like the same cast that's it <laughs> the wood The wood.
0: <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the, the wood. wood yet <laughs> you know? we haven't even gotten to that movie yet
1: and all the other movies in the 90s <laughs> yeah like black yeah. hollywood was very small at that time it was
0: very small it's like it is a point where like a lot of these movies started to run together right you know like you like it's like love and the best wood, you know. <laughs> and, but
1: but even though they were hiring like the same black people in every black film, yeah. did they make you believe that they were different in every character? <laughs> I'm not. I really, character. I really believe it was like a lot of black people in black Hollywood <laughs> at that time because they really maybe believe in their characters. Yeah, it like you know they were played by the
0: same people. They played by the same damn people. <laughs> 'Cause like half the cast of the best, yeah, half the cast is the best man in love in basketball are in the wood. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sorry, we talked about that thing about Larez Tate. Larez Tate was like, nah, I ain't getting stuck in that I ain't getting put in that vortex. Right. You know like, he was like Y'all ain't y'all ain't trapping me there. He, right. was,
1: like, he was like, but uh, but, but it's all like, what else you gonna do? <laughs> it's yeah, kind of like, like that. I mean, what else you gonna do? <laughs> what else you gonna do?
0: Ain't nobody checking for you, Lorraine's tate <laughs> But uh, but uh, <laughs> I heard he's a nice guy, though. I ain't gonna do that to him. Right. But uh, <laughs> I mean, he got you got
1: more opportunities now. But nah, back yeah. in the day, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> you were only you know you can only do what they gave you. You yeah. know, so now you have more now.
0: And, man, I'm like, I'm not going to go on him like that. I heard he's a sweet dude, actually. But, uh, but, uh, right. but, uh anyway, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, after that, like, Quincy and Monica, like, kind of, like, fell apart, you know, because, like, Quincy's dealing with his issues mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, so, like, Quincy decides to drop out of college and go pro, just get eligible for the draft. Yeah, so, and, uh, Monica goes overseas after uh after college because like she's a female basketball player in the early nineties and that was the only thing to do. You know, like mm-hmm. that was their only option. They didn't have the WNBA yet. So uh Right. So like she that's all she had to do. That's all she did. So um Quincy uh comes off the bench for the Lakers. Like, he's like, he's not the number one pick, the number one guy or nothing like that. Like, he thought he was going to be. He's a Mm -hmm. bench warmer on the Lakers.
1: Wow. I did not notice that.
0: Yeah, he's just coming off the bench. He's coming off the bench for the Lakers.
1: I didn't didn't notice that. I just noticed him dribbling the ball and then he, first of all, he's a really short guy. Yeah. So, I was like, how did he get up there? Because he, like, made a duck. Yeah. And then he, like, slipped and fell. Yeah, and he like, hurts himself. And he hurt himself. Yeah. That's the only time you ever saw him. To me, I feel like that's the only time you ever saw him in the Lakers.
0: Yeah, but, like, he was coming off the bench. Because, like, because uh, there was, like, subbing in for... I think he was, like, subbing in for, like, James Worthy or some shit. And, uh, but like, you know, like, and And then taking James Worthy out and subbing him in. You know, because, like... And James Worthy... And then this happened. Yeah, because James Worthy, back in the day, he's a big deal. James Worthy was... One of the elite like uh, guards in the uh, in the NBA at the time, Mm -hmm. you know. So like he coming in for James Worthy, he a bench warmer because James Worthy was a star. So uh, you know, so (laughs) he was starting to decline at that time. Mm -hmm. This is like '93, so like he was starting to decline. It was like at the time of his career was starting to come to an end. But uh, but 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 yeah, he was. But like. He was bench warming, pretty much. He was because like, you saw him, he's like sitting, he just sitting there, he still got the he still got the sweatsuit on and then he takes the sweatsuit off, you know. Right. <laughs> so uh well yeah, but then he hurts himself. He uh he comes off, he does that stupid dunk, and he slips and like hurts his knee. <laughs> like <laughs> just snap all his that's shit up. That's
1: so- lot of leap and a lot of gravity crashing down. No,
0: yeah, you, you kinda heard that shit too. I know. Like, You're like, krash, krash,
1: krash. Yeah. <laughs> that was some perfect sound effects right
0: there. <laughs> Shout out to the sound effects dude on that one man. Right. It was chopping celery up or whatever. I mentioned fu-
1: he was like eating
0: potato, potato chips <laughs> <laughs> But yeah man so like he hurts himself. They gave Omar Epps this fake ass goatee.
1: Yeah. It looked like. I they thought They it on his face. <laughs> I, thought <this> <laughs> <laughs> I thought
0: this nigga was running they from got the law I
1: thought this nigga was running from the
0: lounge. I thought this nigga was
1: Cause Cause you can't he, grow your beer you out in two
0: weeks, so I just we gotta this, keep filming. But let's slap this fucking fake ass shit on your face. <laughs> Hold up. And like you like make it look like you on the on the run from the law or some shit, you know?
1: <laughs> Pick up somebody's hair that they had cut and glued on, on
0: his face. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, but Monica Monica visits Quincy. She visits Quincy in the house in the hospital and then she finds out that he has a fiance played by Tyra Banks mm-hmm. and Monica all up in her feelings about that cause really she went up there you know to see like maybe there's still a chance this nigga hurt he needs somebody to nurse him the health he was like I already got somebody to nurse me to health you know <laughs> so, right. it's Tyra Banks man uh <laughs> right. but uh yeah uh this movie gets Really silly towards the end.
1: Yeah, it did. I, I, like, thought, I thought it was perfect all throughout. No,
0: this movie gets really silly towards the end because I'm like, after all that, like intricate storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, it comes down to a goddamn basketball game for love, which is like the which is like the stupidest shit I've ever seen.
1: That's the title, babe. They was trying to. They was. They was going hard for the title.
0: i will play you. What for your heart? You <laughs>
1: know. I mean, it was corny, but when you in love, you do corny shit. Yeah, but they did
0: that. They did that. It was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. A basketball game for love. I was like, wow, that's. And, that really kind of brings it down that a bit.
1: Soundtrack that they play in the background while they was playing. You can't tell me that was a fire. It was good. Yeah. Me, tell me why. <laughs> I was looking for that song. I was like, hold on, yeah. let me listen to the song
0: <laughs> Yeah, shout out to uh uh Michelle and uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's who songs that song that song. Um, uh 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 oh, Monica and Quincy get back together. You know, it was obvious, you know, to get back together and I guess Tyra Banks is cool with that.
1: Right, we never yeah. really find out yeah. how he just got rid of her. Just
0: got like rid that, of her. They were supposed to get married in two days. In
1: two weeks. I know, yeah. it, it was two weeks? Right, it was oh, two shit. weeks. So they had to cancel the wedding. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? Oh, uh,
0: damn. But, like, and then Monica gets into the NBA, uh, WNBA, and playing for the LA Sparks and.
1: She got the cutest little girl. They got the little
0: baby. That was a cutscene at the end. They had a goddamn Marvel teaser at the end.
1: They did that, I've which never, I never, I knew. never
0: knew about. Yeah, because I, I never watched this movie past the fucking end credits. So like, cause like that wasn't the thing back in the day. Now everybody stayed for end credits pretty much. You're like, oh, they might have some shit at the end. I don't know. I might miss something. And
1: you know? We were listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, the end credits because it's fire Cause the soundtrack
0: is dope yeah <laughs> you know shout out but... to the soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack the soundtrack
1: dope. is dope I wanna dance tonight, tonight. I wanna, I wanna toast tonight. tonight that's how y'all get And a, wherever uh, you go yeah so, so i go I was like <laughs> yeah. yeah I think well, that's how we found out that yeah. it was an ending of footage.
0: Footage, like it's like the like little, some
1: Marvel stuff. Yeah, it's
0: like the little girl playing basketball. Yeah,
1: it's like, it's like she's passing the torch. Yeah, and the little girl loves mm. to play basketball. Loves to play
0: basketball. And I'm like, are and we she gonna was hitting
1: them hoops? And I was like,
0: oh, that's cute. I'm like, are we gonna <laughs> get like a sequel, like 22 years later or some shit? Out of <laughs> Are we gonna do that? But overall, like, I really enjoyed this movie. For the most part. Yeah, I
1: did too.
0: For the most part, now as an adult, I enjoyed this movie. I understand this movie a lot more. You know, I like the story it told. I enjoyed the characters. Like, like the characters didn't annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. You know, they're actually fleshed out characters.
1: Yeah, uh, everybody understood the assignment, basically.
0: Yeah. And I think this movie is like well put together. It was just the ending. The ending kind of fell flat for me. That was the only thing. I like the ending. That was the only thing that fell flat for me. For the most part, I mean,
1: it's it's not your movie. It's it's a chick flick. So
0: for the most part, I enjoyed this movie. Though Uh, I give it a uh, four out of five. That's my score. I'm
1: gonna give it a five out of five.
0: Five out of five. Yeah. You got anything else you want to add to it, or?
1: No, pretty much. You know the same thing. I I mean, well, when I was a kid. um so, going all the way back to the beginning of the, uh, the episode, <laughs> before I was cut off, of I... <laughs> hey, man, I had to get, the, I gotta get all the, I all the stuff her. out the way. I was inspired by the movie. When I was a kid, I watched it with my family. I was inspired by the movie. And cause you know, it's a chick flick, and it's about women, about a young girl who always wanted to be a basketball player. She uh. wanted to actually play... For the Lakers But that she find out later on That's not how that goes right. So she's like Well I'm just gonna be In the NBA Which is the WNBA The WNBA But like,
0: back then They didn't have that So
1: That is true But it's true She didn't have that Back in the day mm-hmm. It's the reason why She had to play or, But we
0: get to that Yeah
1: we already did So um, I as a kid I did not like I was driven by her story And her and her journey mm-hmm. And how she got there From mm-hmm. the time to, You know She was a kid And then working up on there in high school and college and, you know, actually becoming a basketball star, you know, in Spain. And then she's wanting to share her success with the love of her life the reason why she left that behind to go back, Mm -hmm. you know, to get the love of her life which the love of her life was already occupied. Right. You know, which he already blown her off because before she went to Spain, they did break up, which he encouraged to break up, you know, because you know, he caught her with another she caught him with another a girl and he seemed to didn't care. So um I was inspired by her story as a kid. I did not like her situationship as a kid. Because I felt like she should have just stayed in Spain, learned how to speak Spanish. She got married to another dude and move on, whatever, Uh because she was living the life, but she was away from her friends, her family, and she wanted that man, whatever. I thought it was stupid of her to go back, you know, but, you know, that was me as a kid, not understanding how love works, you know. Um, As an adult, oh. The soundtrack of the movie is amazing. Right. Love the soundtrack. They put a lot of neo soul in there. Right. Because, you know, that was the That's 90s. That kind of like the,
0: the, 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 the beginning of that.
1: Yeah, the beginning of that. Yeah. Then I like the soundtrack that they use in every scene, you know, that represented like the... The... Like nineteen eighty two, you know, it had songs playing there and then you had like nineteen eighty eight yeah. where they had songs uh it was like New Jack Swing and stuff like yeah. that. Love it. I love it, they had like It cool was so in, the stru- up in Yeah, there. yeah, they had like all all of the strategic Music. They really paid a picture of, of those times. So if anybody didn't know what black culture was back in the '80s, mm-hmm. that's a perfect example. Like from the dress, how people dance You know, you know, so they were doing the Roger Rabbit, the mm-hmm. Runaway yeah, It was yeah. just like you know, it was it was perfect. You know, um I realized the contrast between uh, Quincy and Monica you know, he was, you know, kind of loved and celebrated, you know, praised by his family. They had high hopes for him. You know, even when he uh, got recruited to go to college, it was, like, right away. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, everything was looking up to him. It seemed like his life was, like, very easy. You know what I'm saying? No bad things happened around him, you know, in the beginning, but it was, like, a lot of bad things happened around him because, you know, his family um, were about to break up they argued a lot it was like the beginning of them deciding to get a divorce and stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. then when you go to Monica she's like disliked by everybody right (laughs) she's misunderstood Right. you know they think she's a lesbian cause she's a tomboy you know stuff like that um her family um, did encourage her to play basketball but they kinda like lost hope for her because like like you said it didn't really have like WNBA and stuff yeah. like that whenever like bitch what are you playing for? Because after college that's it for that's you. It for like you. what there's the no, fuck what the fuck is going to no go. To goal. Get you a job, get married and you know whatever. But she yeah. just kept on following her dream. You know what I mean? And uh she didn't get recruited right away because of her attitude. Right. You know what I mean? They wanted her to be nice. You know, saying stuff like that. And that's maybe her niceness can get her, you know, recruited. You know, it just seemed like her life was harder than this, you know. And even though bad things were happening around him and not to him, mm-hmm. it was like bad things was happening to her. You know what I mean? Right. Um, her household was peaceful and subtle. Her parents didn't argue. Mainly they were the ones arguing at her, where in his household just the parents arguing you get to listen to it and stuff like that. But after right. a while the roles have switched, you know. Like I realized that her hard work had paid off and then the NBA came and W-NBA. she wanted yeah, the WNBA came came for her and she became part of, you know, yeah. the Sparks. Yeah. You know, she was like part of Sparks team. Like she made it, you know. It was like a uh, what I've seen was like a Cinderella story. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was kind of like a Cinderella story for basketball. Uh huh. Not, you know, like it was like the she did get her prince and charming, but mm-hmm. the happy ever after was her career too, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Um, for him, everything just went it. It was like he was shooting to the stars. And then all of a sudden, he just fell and plummeted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he lost it all. Like, he completely lost it all. And... I don't even
0: know if... Yeah, we
1: never get a chance. He went back yeah. to the NBA. Because it has come to the point where he got his leg healed. Yeah. They said that um, it was torn. Yeah, the torn ACL. And, you know, you're, like, damaged goods at the end. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, he's already a... a Bitch warmer. Now yeah. he's damaged goods. Like he's
0: gonna be like a like at that point. Like you, just a journeyman after that,
1: right? So it's like we never knew if he I went know, back he to the NBA.
0: To the, like, probably went to like the D League or something after that, or something. Right? You know? Like we
1: just never knew <laughs> at that part. Yeah. Like we, we never know. Like we just never know. Don't know. you know. But um they played the game, whatever. I. I guess that was her way of connecting with him through mm-hmm. basketball because they were like always I mean when she first met him because it, it was because a lot of people are all like that's a corny ass game we do agree we all yeah, could agree that's it's not, that's the, the corny ass part but we have to understand that that's how they connected. It was through basketball, right? You know, saying and how they had their connection through basketball. When she first met him, what were they doing? They playing playing basketball, basketball as right. kids. When they first made love, you know, and they were dating, what did they do? They played strip teams and basketball. Mm-hmm. Now for the finale, you know, to really settle if we're gonna, if they're gonna keep on being friends, or gonna keep on, you know, where does it go from here? Mm-hmm. Basketball, you know, what I'm saying. So it's, yeah, it's corny but I, I get the message behind it you right. know what I'm saying this is how we started and this is how we are gonna end it
0: Right. we okay. started
1: our friendship and we started our journey together okay. as basketball players Right. now we need to end this shit are we gonna end it on this last game and I never see your ass again or this gonna be a start of a new life mm. corny as hell but it has a deep meaning to it Okay. So
0: it's still not my favorite part, but <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's corny but it ha- it has a deep meaning to it. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's like a we're, we're stepped into a mindset of a woman. so, okay. so you're a lot of men, I'm not gonna get a lot it. of a lot of men not gonna understand it, yeah. but a lot of women will understand that yeah. you know this is the mindset of a woman. Right. I met you playing basketball. I been through a journey with you playing basketball now I need to end it with, with you right are we gonna start our life and continue on with basketball or are we gonna have this last game right that's just that's just how we think sometimes as in, as in women so <laughs> now um of course the roles have switched things start paying off for her we never know what happens to him Yeah. you know what I'm saying so far as I know she could be the breadwinner she taking care of him whatever but we don't know that
0: we WNBA just, money, I doubt you know it. I
1: said, like, we, we don't know that. You know, what said, uh, so, <laughs> like we don't know. So <laughs> we right. never know. So, right. but um, yeah, they got married and they had the cutest little girl you ever want to see. She's like rooting for her mom, yay, mommy, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I get it. This is like a story for little girls who have dreams, who have goals, and is also for you know, if you know, inspiration for independent women. You know, like our goals, like women who are independent, mm-hmm. we always want this career, the wanted, the wanted life partner that we want to marry in the family. Uh-huh. That's always been the struggle of independent women. Goal is to have that three holy grail. You know, like that trinity: the the career. Mm-hmm. The man that we always always wanted, yeah, and the family, right, and has been what you would say the struggle of it all, okay, you know, and but with seeing her story, it's like, oh my gosh, she got it, she got the career, yeah. she got the man she always wanted, and look, they married, they got a family. This is Bravo, right? This independent woman got it. Same thing with Beyonce, you know, what I'm saying a lot of black women, a lot of women who are independent, they fucking love Beyonce. Why is that? She got the career mm-hmm. that she she always wanted. She got mm-hmm. that man, and she got kids, and she got that family. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Barbara Davis. We yeah. love Barbara Davis. Yeah. Why is that independent woman? She, she got, got that man, career, and she got a kid. she got that man who stand by her side, yeah. and she got those kids. Yeah. You know, the list goes on and on. You know, right. Angela Bassett. Yeah. She got that man, that bomb ass career, mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you give your score already? Five out of five. Give five out of five? I still got to go four out of five. Yes, I still Okay. All right. Join us next week because uh, we're going to be doing, because you're not going away anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
1: okay. I'm, <laughs> bye.
0: <laughs> I'm joking with you because, uh, like, we're going to be doing. Because uh, next month is uh, International Women's Month. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing movies about women. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to start off International Women's Month. We're going to be doing Femme Fatales. That is the theme for this month. And we're going to start it off with 1992's. Single white female. Until next time. Peace.
1: Bye.